0: L- reject listeners L- get ready to listen as we talk about <laughs> house of the dragon episode seven let's go whose body did they burn uh, that's a good question
1: maybe they grabbed one of those knights or did his ward make it out his well, she, Ward guy, you still be attracted to him even though he's bald <laughs> he could grow it back <laughs> in a couple <laughs> <of> years <laughs> you know <laughs> that's all they got to do and they got to not you know capsize and die but yeah <laughs> I think they got a shot <laughs> man how much do they, s- they squeeze so much into this I, one hour yeah uh, it's rich it's, so much happened <laughs> it's rich and twisted it's, it's so much so much happened I mean I'm it's in all mean. happened in like 24 hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was just over the course of one night <laughs> my God one long night. Jesus, <laughs> did Miguel Sapochnik direct the uh, the really dark battle episode in season eight of Game of Thrones? I don't know. I wonder if they came back and he's like, "I want to do this one all at night again, except I want to do it a little better. You can actually see stuff."
0: Let's talk about it. Jesus. All right, so playing this back it looks like the guy's body's the guy in the staircase who Damon killed makes sense. And all the skin, all the epidermis was burnt. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's <laughs> recap everything that happened in this episode. All right, here we go. One. So one, the funeral. funeral. Two, uh Aemon took Vagar. Yes. And, and uh they fight with the children. Uh, sure. And then uh they Damon and Anira made love. Damon and made love. I mean, that's small in comparison to where it ends off with them. And then uh truth for coming out. She struck Allison struck uh yeah. Renera yeah. with a blade. And then Otto realized, hey, you got that ruthlessness in you that you clearly are <laughs> uncomfortable with. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, we can use that. that to win. <laughs> we need more of that around here. Things suck.
1: You're promoted.
0: And then they faked Leonor's death. <laughs> yep. And now. Damon and Renero are, are married. That's that's a lot, and somehow did not feel rushed, no. which shocks me because this this show really does have a a tight grip on on the moments it chooses to capture and whatever emotion they need to evoke and connect with its audience because somehow it's so damn effective and i don't feel like i'm missing the only thing i slightly feel like i missed out on was you know there's so much mourning happening at the funeral and i'm like i kind of wish i knew uh, lena a little better sure only so i could feel a little bit more for this mourning that everyone's going through but it wasn't really about the mourning; it was about all the suspicious looks (laughs) that everyone gives that's what the show's filled with it's suspicion throughout and uh, whatever conniving plans are percolating everywhere. And guards are also terrible in the show. They're yep. all, they always <laughs> run way too late. That's what everyone does. The altar guards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what to to why have one job are you to Well, you I don't know, go recording. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like you're supposed to be right outside the door, right? It's like <laughs> I, I yeah. don't know. Maybe they figure the hall is empty or something like that. Uh, you know, it's it's the kind of system where you got you just got to rely on hearing it down the hall. I guess. <laughs>
0: um but yeah a lot of these characters became so much more interesting who we didn't really get to spend time with and I, I like the compassionate touch they take with I mean I was I was I'm, I'm down for anyone taking some type of villain turn I don't give a shit I, I I'm all I'm all game for it so if Ranera did end up killing off lenor, I'd be like all right I'm rolling with it <laughs> just the game of thrones world right here <laughs> this sure is is. What you do Sure is. she's there now she's bad <laughs> what are you gonna do because yeah. as as like uh self-pitying and uh at times seemingly pathetic <laughs> that Lanor can sometimes come across as he's also a nice guy <laughs> he's a good guy yeah. you know he's still had a heart and he was still trying you know and uh like i don't i don't think he's whole encompassing i would, like i don't think pathetic is really the the right choice of words for it it's just the. Uh, the the way the optics I'm talking about can sometimes be perceived around the gentleman, right? And uh, I, I I appreciated that conversation that they did have about trying and how Ranera actually like didn't really want him to die. And it's also a demonstration of the kind of I bet in the books she actually killed him off. I can see it. Yeah. I, I bet there's some change that. in the books they took,
1: and they're like, we can't have her do that here. <laughs> uh but uh, uh I don't know I'm, I'm curious I'm like, wait- we're, we're gonna ruffle some feathers by killing his actual lover unceremoniously yes. like the second we meet him in that one episode so let's yeah let's give him a happy ending let's let him go off and be with his new <laughs> lover because I get tidbits of information but the
0: you know I I don't like to even if I start listening like Paul heavy spoilers amazing breakdowns and I I usually will I might stop uh, uh like towards like a few minutes before his videos end because i'm always a little hesitant of i don't want to hear anyone go into what's going to happen and he's pretty good about avoiding that unless you're watching like a trailer breakdown (laughs) but Uh but in terms of the episode breakdown pretty solid about uh, avoiding that and uh so i don't i don't like i don't know what's going to happen i never know what's going to happen with Uh. this show but i know they will make some tweaks and, and for some reason i'm like I feel like in the book, she might have done something messed up like that. I can definitely
1: see that. Yeah, or maybe if it wasn't her, but either way, you you can see yeah her wanting it to be that way, and Damon just being like, "No, kill him, (laughs) kill him for real." I mean, it's there's
0: so much grieving happening in this episode, and it's like it. And and the other part of grieving is the phrase that comes to mind of the saying of "Good grief," (laughs) you know, (laughs) like that's just that's just. King Viserys reminds me of I feel like every waking moment is good grief
1: this <laughs> just doesn't yeah. stop <laughs> just, a, just a womp womp just a sad character all around <laughs> <laughs> and you just wants the you want the best for him you know he wants the best for everybody and yeah it's just oh this guy is so put upon he's always deteriorating well I feel like the last episode truly
0: highlighted like the standouts of uh, were the the setup of the you know Rhaenyra and Alicent where they're at in this political war game and then <laughs> here it was it was like every like so many more characters really got to shine mm. and it, like this was a true mastery of an ensemble piece i
1: thought even the kids became interesting i know all beyond aegon
0: being a creepy tyrant
1: uh <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> that hasn't really been a tyrant lately just creepy he's really creepy aemond aemond yeah aegon uh, was just chilling drinking wine. <laughs> Creepy Finn Wolfhard is Aegon, I think, and then yeah, yeah. Aemond is, yeah. Yeah, Aegon's the creepy one. Aegon, yeah, no, Aemond. What do you mean? Who charms the dragon and who gets his eye cut off? I wasn't talking about him. No, yeah, oh, sorry. I said Aegon was creepy. Oh, sure, yeah, I guess so. And then you corrected me. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I, like, I must mean? find Aemond creepier, because <laughs> <laughs> I thought Aegon was just chilling this whole episode, just being like, what? I just want to drink wine. <laughs> Aegon's always a creep one to me. I don't know, Aemond Aemon does,
0: Aemon doesn't really creep me out. Uh, it's, oh, uh he's he's got that malicious like vindictive look in his eye I know I like that about him sure because I mean the way they set up his character though uh, is he's, he's bullied yeah absolutely. and he's put down upon it like I here the one without a dragon loser <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? and now you've got the ultimate dragon <laughs> you've got the dragon with the most seniority <laughs> because I, I like the way they did that where he he wins over Vagar and it becomes this glorious ride through the seas and then it instantly turns into just a goddamn nightmare yes. <laughs> yeah and
1: they really are good at getting that sense of like i don't know what's going to happen but i feel like something terrible and like irreversible is about to come and then s- somehow surprising you with what it is like it, and it is that, but it's not exactly. I don't know. I kept expecting someone to be like paralyzed or to die or something like that in that moment. Well, there's such good framing in this show.
0: A phenomenal framing. Yeah. Like that shot when when Renera is talking with like that is such a painting. When Renera is talking with Damon at the end, mm. and she's saying because they they both, you know, like she's married to Valerian. He was married to Valerian, like the the sister of her husband, and then you see like we have to say goodbye like when you see in the distance the ships sailing like we have to say goodbye to the sea (laughs) to this bloodline and we have to we have to marry within yeah (laughs) we gotta make it even more pure yeah (laughs) i mean we'll keep
1: these Valerian kids you got (laughs) but (laughs) we'll keep these strong kids yeah yeah and damon's valerians yeah (laughs)
0: yeah yeah exactly so i i just think that the way they they compose this episode just it's it it was it had this fascinating pull where it starts off so mournful, so sorrowful in the beginning, like really deliberate as you're you're sinking into the tension and the mood of this funeral. Like this funeral should be all about grieving. Yet it's it, you could like that the thing this has such a great mastery of is there's always a goddamn political war game happening at every waking moment and sneaking suspicions and whenever there's a death it's like what's going to happen next now. Yeah. And then you know you're you settle in with Damon and and renera rekindling that love and then it kind of puts some other things in the clearer perspective from prior episodes Mm -hmm. where you know like when he first like in the brothel with Renera, when he was uh making the moves on her but then he couldn't fully go through with it and the way he was talking to her now it seems so sincere of like you he did seem like he you know he was tempted he wanted to And he is drawn to her emotionally and but he like he he wanted to originally marry her but he he couldn't he needed like he knew that there would pose a danger to her yeah and so i was like oh okay that makes a lot more sense now like some of those choices that were made before Mm -hmm. because you see him here now where he is I don't know if the right word is subdued but he he's not as like he still has his ways where he'll start chuckling about a thing that you don't expect him to chuckle about or he will be an asshole in a moment or or find something uh he could be kind of kind of gleeful over something that you wouldn't expect someone to be gleeful over (laughs) but there is more of a sincerity I think to the way he communicates but especially with Renera. like I I bought their (laughs) I bought their kindling
1: bought their romance (laughs) i I do too yeah and i like the weird sort of back and forth push pull they've done with it where yeah i mean you can tell that they parts of them really want this but also parts of them are sort of uncomfortable about it mostly because of you know the outside view and it's an interesting cornucopia of feelings we get to have because they're uh, both uh matt smith and, and millie alcock and matt smith and um oh goodness emily darcy uh they all have great chemistry together and so yeah it's like it's easy in the moments where you're where you forget the circumstances to be like man they they really are kind of uh, faded for each other in a way but also this is yeah so conflicting and so kind of squirmy and yeah it's a, it's a wonderful portrait and I love an episode like like the this felt more tense like we got really uh sort of on edge during the episode where uh, uh they have the big gathering in the hall and and all that stuff goes down and Kristen kills the the lover and all that stuff but here I I, I felt even more tense because you are boiled down to these are like the the main families involved with a lot of the ruling right now, and they're all in a small room together. And everyone's either grieving or furious for some reason, or is standing on top of a mountain of like thinly veiled deceits. And it, it's yeah, I love that feeling of like anything could happen in this moment. And even when they were doing the the you know the thing with uh, Leinor, I remember thinking to myself like oh yeah they're they're gonna arrange so that he can you know steal away somehow and and go out and live with his because i i you know we've seen this guy who he pays off at least one other time you know is sort of mentioned as a a target of laenor's affections or or you know somebody he's been spending time with and and so you know as he's negotiating i was like okay that's what they'll probably do but then when they're actually doing the thing i got so caught up in it i was like maybe they did just actually kill him and and i feel like that's a testament yeah to the overall sort of pall of uneasiness and anger and and grief and tension like it's a great it's a great really uncomfortable and really sort of sad cocktail yeah. and i thought it was a great choice to shoot this all at night um because it is the time like you know symbolically the time where everyone's a little more a little less afraid to bear their true nature or true uh you know desires and uh and just you know be a bit more bold under cover of shadow, uh and yeah, like i loved I loved this sort of weird, not madcapness, but there was a sort of like, man, this is there was so much happening over the course of this one night, but it instead of feeling like just a whole like you said feeling rushed, it does feel just like a, a domino, a sort of like yeah. a disconnected domino effect well, that one, eventually collides. one thing leads to the next quite naturally yeah and things that seem like they start off you know completely disparate from each other yeah pretty soon tie right in yeah it's a fascinating chess game yeah I mean there's so much to interpret about and how like everything that
0: occurred at night because there's there's so much like the things of lurking in the shadows the darkness within giving into those deeds all coming out and so that's what made that that uh argument and the debate in the hall about what to do with the kids should you take this kid's eye and then <laughs> Allison <Alice> and- <laughs> exposing herself because there's so much secrecy as part of the politics here there's so much things that are have to be kept hidden or things you shouldn't say things you shouldn't talk about and so much of this was about confronting truths you know even uh reynas talking with uh blanking on his name with the king with corliss Corliss, uh (laughs) talking with corliss and him it's like he always knew these truths but it's the first time it, it would appear. This is the first time any of this is being said to him. Yeah. Like you keep say, you keep justifying this pursuit of power to right a wrong that happened to me. But you want power, yeah. And you 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 gotta face facts. That's not our blood, those babies. <laughs> There's no way those are ours. Yeah, they're like our kids, man. <laughs> That's not yeah. Your bloodline carrying on. And then even. Uh, even when it came down to Lanor, you know, like the truth of the matter is, is, like he can't go through with this much longer. Like he's deteriorating. So it's it's that kind of thing where, again, it, it's not necessarily pathetic. It's the fact that none of this is this is the most unreal for for anyone. This is the most this is the biggest lie for anyone, mm-hmm. you know. Because yeah, eric can put up the act of being in a marriage and, and lie that these are you know his kids but in a day the truth is those are still her kids you know yeah, she still way. has something she's still going to be queen who inherits like there's no there's not much of a like she, she lies about who the father is but for him like this is all a lie he's got to like pretend like yeah these are my children i love these children i love my woman you know <laughs> yeah. there's so much he's got to do and, and none of this is is true for him yeah. like whatsoever so him getting to sail off i think is actually kind of nice for him you know it's kind of beautiful yeah <laughs> yeah
1: and and in the greater conversation it's like oh cool like i guess we're not going to see him again but yeah at least this queer character gets to have a happy ending that yeah is, thank
0: god But yeah. honestly olivia Co- like everyone's great emily darcy is, is is amazing and you you can feel that i guess you could say you feel that drive and anger the aggression within them Uh, what i really love about olivia cook's performance that's her name right (laughs) yes who (laughs) plays uh allison yeah i believe that is the (laughs) older allison yes um well allison what i love about her performance is there is such a uh, a chaos within her (laughs) <laughs> she's always seething yeah they they're, they're trying to keep yeah. a lid on that <laughs> yeah there's like a floodgate waiting to open yeah. within her and you, and that's the thing that makes her performance kind of scary because i know you don't
1: know when the pots gonna boil over i feel like every time her eyes well up with tears i'm like i can feel the cracks in the dam starting to form and then even like the
0: loyalty with the children i thought was great like when amon notices his mom is like this could be bad for my mom if i confess that it was my mom who told me that uh, those children are bastards Mm -hmm. is aegon (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> he'll shit. just get a talking to and the way
1: agon talks his way through that like look at him <laughs> <laughs> yeah i loved that, that was like choice. a great
0: more Ma- is the early beginning stages of the mori show <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> Look, <at> let's <laughs> get a test over here it's baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get a maester in here we gotta find some way to verify this but i love that he actually chose to do that and again in a room where that could supers you get the real sense that that could actually supersede all the all the pageantry and all the you know like um the etiquette the the cotillion of accepting these lies we you know pretend to be truth is just because of the law of treasons and stuff like that like I, I love that he's just like everyone in the room could tell it's the elephant in the room yeah and then you have
0: uh Otto who you could feel has a sense of vengeance out as well you know someone who was wronged who feels wronged yeah and now he's got like a a, 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 a disgusting drive here <laughs> because it's the same it's the same goal it's the same end goal but now there's like a, a sort of lividness to sure. the way the pursuit is now and like we're going to take this we're going to take it all down so it's like where's the war there's a war coming I don't know exactly
1: where is it going to be valerians versus Targaryen's because it kind of seems like we're headed there <laughs> you yeah oh well, I mean I feel like they're all going to be pointed at each other after a certain point because all of these things are so tenuous and it's also regional and, and everything else well I mean when you look at what happened with my God I'm blanking on all the wrong names right now uh Corliss and Rainus. what's the surname what's the what's Valerian. The... Yeah. oh it is just Valarian. yeah vo- there's Valarion, which is their family name and then there's Valerian, which is like the old the, the race name. yeah 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 so Jew is like a race and also <laughs> it's all a religion. A yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, okay. They're just they're the Jews of this universe. <laughs> all right. Valarian. V- yeah, Corliss Valarian. Valarian. Okay. So and there's Valerian blood in, in all these people deep down. Okay. So. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Valari. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I remember we had to
0: to be <laughs> some shit one one yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So. When you look at them specifically corliss and reynas you know um Rainis was already feeling like Damon if if only da-, like the part of her grief was the blame side of, in that discussion of if Damon had brought her here we could have saved her. Yeah. I blamed Damon. Yeah. And then even Raynera points out that somehow this situation with Laenor they're going to blame on in some way yeah and they've lost both their children and they're probably both feeling like they've already felt like targaryen house targaryen has dicked them over a lot already and and now they've completely (laughs) poisoned the well yeah yeah now they've lost both their children to them (laughs) yeah in
1: some way there's an association their loss is to them yeah so. And they they don't even they they get their two little girls, but they don't get really that perpetuation of the bloodline they wanted through Rhaenyra. Yeah, it's wild stuff and uh God, I, I have no I just have no clue what's gonna happen. And you
0: know, Viserys is gonna they're gonna give him a heart attack like Oh, he's, uh, he's on the verge of a heart love- attack. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's already had one, but he's already, he's
1: on the verge of going into a coma. I, <laughs> as, as of this episode, I think I'm just going to assume that he will, he will live to the end of the season and just look more and more terrible doing it because every like the last episode and then this episode and even that that first one where he collapses at the time jump i'm like he's got to be dead now he's got to be about to die or someone's gonna kill him but nope he just keeps on going and i feel like that's the true curse of that character is not only is he you know not really cut out for king but also he's just going to like live the worst way possible for as long as possible before he dies
0: well he's such a pacifist and,
1: and dealing with a bunch of people who are ready to wage
0: war yeah <laughs> within the, their own selves and like I love when he starts shouting you know I forget exactly what but when he's like "Is your father your grandfather your king <laughs> yes Shut the shit down! It. Shut
1: it down! I'm sick of this. shake hands and say you're sorry. <laughs> like, this has so we're all friends again, okay? <sighs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I feel—I just feel progressively bad for him. Yeah, because, such a because sad yeah, he's, he's dealing with this like leprosy issue, <laughs> um, but it does feel like it's—at least with the filmmaking choice—that it also is a representation of him deteriorating on the inside as well as as this situation crumbles so does the head of the whole thing him crumble as well externally it's
1: like when they show you a picture of a president four years later and they look like their hair's all white and they've aged like 20 years it's like that and the longer he has to be king the more it's gonna suck his soul out yeah
0: and I I I like
1: the way Allison because people always you know
0: when the show aired I had a lot of people who who are fans of the the book you know. I don't know about a lot, but the the, the few I know who, who read the book would tell me like, oh, just wait at Allison. Oh, just wait. Oh, That's the whole Allison. thing since episode <laughs> one. Don't <laughs> trust her. Don't. <laughs> and I I think I don't know what it's like in the. I mean, the read from what I hear is often like multiple perspectives, mm-hmm. and that you're, you know, what like a lot of unreliable narration. <laughs> yeah, so, sure. like a lot of gossip speak. So with her you know I I I wonder if in the book it feels a little more black and white with her because here I think what makes her why why I'm loving the performance so much is because you could feel that there there's a good person in her but the with the the ruthlessness is slowly going to overtake. Is 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 taking overtaking this woman's soul. Well, because <laughs> she's yeah. Because I, I think you can see
1: she fears what she's becoming. Like y- yeah, yeah. And I feel like throughout the performance in, with both actors, there's often been that sense under the surface in the performance of like constant discomfort with most scenes we see her in most conversations we see her having to have most situations she has to navigate through and so i feel like that combined with the hurt is creating this void that yeah is gonna swallow up those better instincts because yeah at least as of the show when they're younger and i think that's A nice part. So effective
0: because you watch their loss of innocence.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I I like the show doing it this way because at the at the top, you know, because people are forming teams. You know, Team Green or Team renewal. uh, and I feel like from the top of this, yeah, you can see them both with their innocence and you can see how they are both victims of the situation. And then you watch as they grow and take, you know, maturity and responsibility and how they wield that in light of all those things. So, I've, like, the tragedy, I think, plays really nicely here because, yeah, you remember that girl who did seem like she just wanted her friend, you know, and, and you know, with whom they could forget about all this kind of life crushing, soul crushing, you know, statecraft nonsense. Yeah yeah you feel the tragedy of her and the further like the more confrontations they have you feel the 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 smaller and smaller those flames get of their former bond. flames fire yeah the smaller those get of their former bond until pretty soon they're just going to be out entirely well fire is i i weirdly like they were talking about they were specifically talking
0: about fire in this episode sure and i i was thinking about it too because whenever i do like work on a piece of fiction i notice i'll i'll end up implementing something that has something to do with fire (laughs) and i did ask myself like what is this fascination with fire (laughs) that i think a lot of people have because it's dangerous it's violent it it can rage on but there's something also beautiful and alluring (laughs) simultaneously
1: about it you know and there's small ways in which you can harness it but it can easily overpower anyone's control it's yeah Yeah. it's a a volatile it could be
0: volatile it could resemble passion Mm -hmm. (laughs) it could resemble fury like there's so much to fire it dances yeah exactly it 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 could be unpredictable (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh so yeah i think there's there is something like beautiful about it and it does feel like a fire. <laughs> this whole episode is this whole show is like a bit one big fire. Yeah, yeah. It's like watching, yeah, it's like
1: watching a candle get knocked over and then slowly as it spreads and engulfs the entire house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And then it's you're like left a with a candle pile candle of engulfing ashes. a castle. <laughs> yeah, 100 <no, 100%. laughs> yeah. percent Somebody leaves it next to the wrong drape and then all of a sudden you're it's just like in a pile of ash. One castle, this one candle just yeah. caused all this damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love too that like we leave we left off with Otto Hightower in such a some in like a you know he's conniving but in a sympathetic manner where it's like oh damn he was just kind of telling the truth and then he got sacked for it and then <laughs> I love on his return episode it's like no he's like yes yeah. <laughs> he, you have come over to my side <laughs> so it's like it's a it's a fun little like flip of that table because yeah like as much as we are kind of groomed not to trust him at first they play you his sympathies as he exits the first time, and yeah, comes back fully. <laughs> well, not I, I, not that way. I think we've seen so many stories where like sons become their
0: fathers, mm-hmm. and it's interesting watching one where you're you're seeing Allison become her father.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not something you really see a lot of. Uh, you're watching her near become her uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 the the more uh, stern father figure in her life yeah no and and what that blend will be like if any of that excess humanity will temper the autoness of how she's growing you know because there's so much of this I'm sure that has led her, her as a character to look back and go damn my dad was right <laughs> you know I should have trusted him all along anyway yeah this is wild yeah this is sordid and and intense and I loved uh Laris just constantly like I love that he didn't really enter the episode at all focally but he's just always lurking and every time you see him you're like what is this This guy's always gotta be working on something dastardly <laughs> man Allison
0: man you crazy ass
1: like he's he's the kind of guy to come back next episode and be like hey I took one of the the Targaryen kids eyes because you know I thought that's what you meant when you told me not to do it <laughs> <You know? laughs> I could I could see him being one of those characters I Thought you were speaking ironically See, I feel like
0: Aegon's the one out of the kids I feel like Aegon's the one we're gonna really hate where Aemond is the one who you're gonna be like you can kind of fear but you might be you'll be more compelled to watch him
1: sure yeah yeah I mean he he seems like he is growing into more of a bold character thus far and even though we saw him in a moment in that exchange like I like the exchange in the cave because you know they're they all have parts of the truth they've caught from the table above. And, you know, they're all sort of, you know, they haven't fully come into the understanding of what all that stuff means. And so, like, the way that exchange is charged makes a lot of sense. You can draw your own motivations as to who's in the right, who's in the wrong, when and how. And it all gets kind of ugly. And they're all just sort of, like, fighting and furious. But in a way where I'm like, I could totally see you know this is just another one of those formative moments where the next time we see the kids and if there are more time jumps involving them getting older i could easily see how yeah like maybe aemond will come out as one of the more interesting or one of the even more uh copacetic characters in terms of like who you might root for because you know like uh, Renira's kids are gonna have to grow up with feeling like outsiders and having people whispering them a lot i can imagine they might become quite bitter whereas aemond you're more in a position of like His kids bullied. He's just gotten like a major boost with Vagar. So, like, just don't let that go too far to your head and become, you know, like the worst version of the thing you used to be up against. But yeah, like, even with them, I can see all this potential for interesting storytelling. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think this is just great writing because it's not just political warfare, it's also family drama.
1: Well, yeah. And it's, and, and I think it still applies. But, you know, the further you go back in history, I feel like there's that. It's like you have warring clans and factions and and regions and you have yeah like big scale war but you also have the wars within each organization and within each alliance and you know all the you know it's it's great it's like all the different venn diagrams that are overlapping in the big circle of a war Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and they're yeah they're they're really graceful about how they make sure that you're kind of abreast of all those different motivations and plot lines well damn what'd you guys think of the episode leave your thoughts down below um
0: I I never leave euphoric <laughs> I just leave with noticing I have more tension in my shoulders than I normally do every time I leave yeah feeling drained it's this <laughs> weird <laughs> contemplation I have when I watch it because I'm like oh am i feeling stiff today and i'm like (laughs) no this show this show just makes my shoulders (laughs) tense i haven't unclenched my fists (laughs) in six minutes
1: i I, i've just my shoulder just hurt (laughs) this is a show where where i will forget myself sometimes and then i'll be like oh oh my hands are still up or something like that you know like some kind of reaction yeah we'll like push you into a rigor mortis for a while as you behold the horrors unfold all right guys we will be with you soon thank you for being here